Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We're still getting settled in here in Miami, as you can see, for those of you watching the video, all the boxes behind me. Uh, first and foremost, we'll give a huge shout out to my team, Team BC. If you guys are in real estate and you really want to join my team, go to jointeambc.com. Check it out. We are in 13 states currently and looking for more talent. We don't care if you're seasoned or new. We care more about quality over quantity. So give us a shout. Huge shout out to Modern Success, my coaching program. For those of you who don't know or want to know more information, briancasella.com to access it along with all my other products. Um, or you can go to you know the links in my bio on Facebook and Instagram and all that fun stuff. Okay. So let's get into it. We need to stop being so self-absorbed and talking about ourselves. Now, this is going to be a podcast that you can apply to your personal life, to your business. And I'm going to you know, for the next 20, 25 minutes that I have with you, explain this in detail. Self-absorption, talking about yourself as the most anti-persuasive, anti-seductive, anti-influence, anti-charming thing that you can do, period, end of story. All right, and I want you to follow me on this journey because as I'm saying that, it's gonna clash with a lot of traditional beliefs that people have about, you know, interpersonal relationships, business, and that kind of stuff. Like when I look at, if we're going to start, right? When I look at, like when I meet somebody, I don't really divulge too much about myself until they start asking. I'm not, hey, look at me, I'm successful, blah. Like all the stuff that maybe a lot of you respect me for, for things I've accomplished, we can say, whether that's personal stuff or business stuff. I don't talk about any of that. I let other people bring it up because the beauty and the conversation and the dynamic is in that. This is an art form living life, creating experiences and that kind of stuff. You want to kill that energy, talk about yourself and blah, blah, blah about yourself. Whether we see that in movies, whether we experience that with people we've met in person, we don't like it when people talk about themselves. Now, a lot of people get confused as I'm saying this because you'll get questions like, well, tell me about yourself. Or you think as a business person and marketer, I need to brag about what I'm doing and say I'm number one and this and that. We got it backwards, man. We got it backwards. You don't speak, you demonstrate. That's one of the rules and pillars of this. You don't speak about it, you demonstrate. You don't say you have a great personality, you demonstrate it. You don't say you're a people's person, you demonstrate it. You don't say you're number one, you demonstrate it. You catch my drift here. This is more about what you put out versus what you say. Now, for those of you who are in business, right? Sales, entrepreneurship, real estate. This is kind of a tough one where it might leave you scratching your head like, man, well, you know, if I don't talk about myself, what do I do? Well, engage with their customer and find out about their wants and needs because that's what it's about. You're never going to hear me once in my presentation or in my dialogues with people brag about what I do. If I, even if I ever do include an accomplishment or something that I do, it is directly tied within that same phrase or sentence with what the customer wants and how it specifically addresses one of their needs, period. Otherwise, I'm not going to say anything about myself. Unless they ask and it's a genuine question in the context of a presentation or a dialogue where I'm specifically going to answer something. Sure. Okay. It's not that we never talk about ourselves. I don't want you to get that misconstrued. But you have to begin understanding what I'm saying here. If you can make this shift and you can understand what I'm saying as I continue on this podcast, things will make more sense to you. 
you'll operate differently than other people and you'll start creating effects that other people cannot create. Because when I look at, you know, the dialogues that I have with people, especially in business, this goes all around, but especially in business, I don't talk about myself at all, at all, like at all, it has nothing to do with me, how much experience I have, if I'm the expert, blah, 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 I'm number one, this and that, like, you're never going to hear any of that fly out of my mouth ever. Again, unless it's specific for a particular type of context or situation. So the question becomes, well, isn't that what we're supposed to do? Or how do we prove it wrong and this and that? Or how do we prove ourselves? And, you know, all this other stuff comes up. But let, let's pump the brakes for a second and say, okay, if we're going to use a business example, first, we need to get in a dialogue with somebody, right? And when you get in a dialogue, we learn traditionally in sales, you need to qualify, which is correct. You do need to qualify. All your conversations and questions need to be around qualifying. Because obviously we, we want to make the best use of our time and also the customers. But it doesn't require you talking about yourself. And even in the beginning, you introduce yourself, maybe say your name and your company and that kind of stuff, but you don't immediately start listing off all your accomplishments. You get in a dialogue with them. Have you considered our product or service? Are you in the market for it? Right? Where are you at currently? If you're not in the market for it now, when will you be in the future? Are you currently shopping? What are you looking for? What's important to you about the purchase? or getting the service, right? You start going down the, those lines, but think about it. Even on our script, the script that many of you get, okay, especially for those of you who follow me who are in real estate, look at the script. Does the script have anything to do with us talking about ourselves? No, it doesn't. If you really look at it and pay attention, you may not have noticed this before, it has nothing to do with us and everything to do with the customer. Why? Because that's who we're supposed to focus on. It's not us. You want to persuade and influence and seduce at the highest level, you become infatuated and interested in the person, in the customer. And all the dialogue and everything revolves around that primarily. If I'm selling a product or a service, I need to assess the wants and needs of my customer or potential client and cater my presentation and conversation and dialogues and presentation and everything around that. I need to communicate, I can fulfill that need. And nowhere in that context does it ever, hardly ever require me specifically logically listing all these things that I do. A lot of times, some of these things that we wanna demonstrate, like expertise, the ability to take control, leader, qualified, all that. Wouldn't many of you agree that a lot of that comes across in how we carry ourselves, if not virtually the majority of it? Because if we can say we're number one and we're not and our actions and how we carry ourselves and everything else communicates the opposite, is it going to work what we said? Well, absolutely not, right? It's not going to work. Why? Because we're being incongruent. And whenever you're incongruent, you lose. We know that. So these things are subliminally communicated in many cases where it's indirectly communicated to people. Directly would be we tell them, indirectly would be through all these other mannerisms and, and all these other ways of communicating, which we know because communication is multi-layered. It explains this for us and we don't have to literally say it to people. So why don't we focus on that? So when I say don't talk about yourself, this is one of the ways you can look at it. What am I really communicating to people? And for a lot of you, if you upped your confidence, your ability to communicate and deliver a message, whatever your script is effectively, your closing rate, your income, all that stuff will skyrocket. 
Why? Because you don't have to do it directly. And it doesn't require you talking about yourself. I know many people, including myself, I don't like talking about myself. I'm not comfortable and happy saying, hey, look at me. I did this and I bought all these cars and I'm a multimillionaire and blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit? That's what I think if I start saying that. I don't care because I don't even measure other people based on that stuff. It's like when you guys are on the phone, those of you who are in any industry, and let's say you're doing a deal with somebody in your industry and then you know, they're getting upset or you're in a negotiation and they try to play the, well, I've been in the business 30 years. They try to play that card on you. Don't you hate that? That's an example of this. That's an example of you looking stupid, killing the vibe and being anti-persuasive and not likable because what are you doing in that instance? You're talking about yourself. That's basically what that is. I've been in the business 50 years and blah, 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 blah. Dude, nobody cares at all, ever. We hate that shit. And you're probably laughing as I'm saying that because you've experienced it. Now, if you've said that yourself, maybe you let your emotions get the best of you or you thought that was a relevant thing to say, but now you know for a fact that is not what you say and how you go about it. It's a direct example of a mistake that people make by talking about themselves, especially at the wrong time. That can have devastating consequences, 100%. Especially when we're talking about communication, influence, sales and persuasion, seduction, all that stuff. Because we focus on that a lot, you know, with my brand and what we do. Do we not? Of course we do. So this is a very important subject. Now, look at your processes right now. Look at your marketing. Look at your dialogues. Where are you talking about yourself? Now, you may not be able to eliminate it 100%, but I recommend you start going through it with a fine-tooth comb and removing 80 90% of that stuff. Because nobody likes to listen to other people talk about themselves. I know you don't. When we're around that group with that one dude or person who always talks about themselves, you roll your eyes and you're like, oh, I wish this dude would shut the fuck up. He's always talking about himself. All he cares about is himself. He thinks he's the shit. Because that's the type of responses that people give to this stuff. Now, you may, in a moment of weakness or desperation, feel like you need to talk about yourself. Well, that's coming from the wrong place because you're being weak, emotional, desperate, fill in the blank. And think about it. The last time you spoke about yourself, whether on a friend-to-friend -friend basis, maybe you were dating somebody, maybe it was a professional setting. When's the last time you spoke about yourself and that was the main topic or you focused on that and then you got the deal done or the interaction was positive and you were happy and they were happy? I'll wait because you probably can't find any. So again, remember what I said in the beginning. We focus on the customer. We focus on their wants and needs. The conversation becomes around identifying the problem and providing the solution. And again, at no point does that require you bragging about yourself and talking about your accomplishments. Even when you see those lame, cheesy advertisement videos that people make selling stuff and they have the fancy house in the background and the cars and all that shit. And in many cases, when they do that, they don't even mention these are my cars and my house. And if they do, they mention it in passing. They want you to see it. They're not sitting in a room like I am right now with a blank wall or some stuff on the background saying, I bought the Lamborghinis and I bought the car and look at me, I'm so successful. They're letting the visual aids get you with it. So they're not talking about it directly. Okay. Now I'm not saying those are the, the best videos or that's the way to go about it, but it's kind of an example of what I'm talking about here. Though that may not be the best, most concrete example, it is one type of example. 
And I found my smoothest interactions, smoothest presentations, smoothest business dealings were when I never, ever talked about myself. And it was all about them, their situation and all that stuff. And, and guess what? Because an ingredient to this is you actually have to care and be interested in other people or other things. I don't want to talk about myself, man. You know why? Because I know myself very well. Why do I want to talk about myself? I want to talk about other people and meet them and find out about them, right? This also requires a certain level of mental maturity and acceptance of self and love of self to where you don't want to hear yourself repeat things about you that you already know and like. If you're good here and you're whole, you're not going to be looking on the outside for any validation. You're going to be interested in other people and finding out about them because you're starting to see the beauty of the intricacies and, and depth and, and simplicity simultaneously of human beings, our thoughts, our patterns, how we live and all that fun stuff. And you're starting to take interest in other people and their journeys and stuff like that, right? I believe that that is an ingredient to this thing too. But that one is something that a lot of people have to work on, not only the self-acceptance and love part, but really genuinely taking interest in other people and what they have to offer, their life experiences. Why? Because it requires, to, it requires you to listen without any prejudgments and without any kind of you know, bias or thinking you're better than them, just actually listening to them, right? Maybe it's a customer in a tough situation, empathizing with them, putting yourself in their shoes and really connecting with them on that level, which doesn't require too much effort. One uh, type of term that I like to use in regards to this is I call it patient attentiveness, patient attentiveness, where you're really paying attention to somebody, putting yourself in their shoes, empathizing with them, assessing their whole situation and really getting an understanding of it as a whole. So we, we've listed some things. Where do you fall right now if you're currently listening to this podcast? Do you like talking about yourself too much? Is your marketing and all that all about you? Because I can give you more examples. When I look at what I do with my team, for those of you who pay attention to me and can actually see me, even though I'm so censored on social media, Team BC, it's not about me. Besides that logo, do you see my face all over it? And my name and, and me hogging up all the space on listing signs and pictures. I'm not even on there. I don't care about seeing myself and all the recognition and awards and all that. I don't care. Even at this level and in this context of this example, I don't care about tooting my own horn. I want it to be about my team. I share all their sales and all their listings and this and that. Like It's all about them, man, because they make up the team just as much as I do. We're a force to be reckoned with, but it's not about me. It's about them. I don't want people talking about me. I want them talking about the, the members that compose my team and the strength of them as a whole together and how we're in 13 states now and all this other stuff. At no point do you really hear me and what I've accomplished unless it's like a quick skim through and one part of a hundred part series. Then yeah, sure, you can mention me. But it's not the main focal point. Everything about me is that. And as I've gotten better, evolved, grown, especially in the self category and really developed, it's less and less about me. And I almost like blur away. It's not that I'm not important or significant. It's I already know that. And I'm good with that. I don't have to fake or push for more importance or significance and all that. I'm good in here. Which is crazy because when you look at this topic, it requires 
a certain level of that individual of accomplishment and maturity in that self category, which would be deemed as like true self-development. A lot of people ask like, what is that? Well, this is one example. This will give you a direct um, insight and indicator into where you're at in that category. If this subject is tough for you, even if you feel like it's not tough, but you know, when I look at it from, um, you know, a numbers standpoint and an actual real life standpoint, and it's observably tough for you, right? Or you're not doing that great in that category, then you still need some work on the self-development side. You really do, right? Because this is a journey that is never ending for all of us. Never ending for all of us. But hey, what better way than certain subject matters like this to really test to see where you're at? And I welcome, welcome you to test yourself all the time. Because this is what it's about, man. You got to put yourself in these uncomfortable positions and challenge yourself. What better way? But I can tell you that this leads to a better life, better relationships, better customer relationships, more satisfaction, and overall, a better experience of life. Something that universally just applies across the board for improvement. I love it. These are the types of tools that I love to access more often. Why? I would much rather do one technique that helps me everywhere than have to do 20 techniques in 20 different areas. Doesn't that make sense? Any logical creature would understand what I'm saying and agree with it, right? That's what you need to do. So look at you, maybe find out some holes to see where you're not good. Maybe some other places where you might be seeking too much validation or, you know, having issues with this particular subject matter, feeling the need to impose yourself like a lot of new agents in real estate, right? I'm in real estate, so I'm always going to bring that up. Think about it for a new agent. Oh, I need to have the fanciest this and that and talk about this and that and everything, uh, you know, a customer sees has to be about me and being number one and all that. And I have to, and it becomes like this show where it's almost like you're reaching or you're trying too hard. And all of a sudden it's like the customer doesn't matter. It's how can I make myself just look the best? Fuck what the customer is going to think. I just need to look good and, and be perceived as number one. This is when people start doing radical shit when it comes to marketing. Brand new person can barely afford it. gets a fucking billboard. and think that's going to solve all their problems while they're forking out five or $10,000, $20,000 a month. It's not going to do shit for you, man. Same thing with, oh, I'm going to put the bus bench ads and the little ads on the you know shopping carts or the little dividers at the grocery store when you divide the groceries when you're putting them on the belt when you go to the checkout, right? No one cares, dude. That's like the worst fucking investments you can ever make. That's all an ego thing. Oh, I want, it's for me. I want to look good. We know that's just not effective, but that's why you do it. You're talking about yourself in those moments, basically. That's a manifestation in the marketing world of that. It's not really going to help you sell, man. Now, the top dog who's already ruling and is established, if they do that, okay, yeah, they'll further burn their brand into people's minds. But that's a different context and a unique scenario. It's not the average person. So, you know, this is a subject that, you know, I think is one of the more challenging ones for people because whether it's directly or indirectly, you know, the ego, right? The improper understanding of it, talking about yourself too much, and, and really not having a proper grip on this dynamic can really have a lot of consequences in the long run, right? A lot of people struggle socially because they don't get this. They think we're supposed to talk about ourselves and this and that. That's not really what it is. I want to find out about other people. 
And when they know that I care and they understand and they see it and they feel it, then they'll take interest in me because this requires you going first, requires you putting that ego to the back seat to get to know the other person or your customer. You can do that. You're going to start making leaps and bounds socially, whether that be for money and business, personal relationships and friendships, whatever, right? Especially for those of you in the dating world, this one is key. If you can really master this one, your ability to attract mates will skyrocket for sure. Okay. But that's it for this one, guys. I usually cap these at about 20 minutes and we're hitting that mark. Again, huge shout out to Team BC, my real estate team. If you guys are interested in joining, join teambc.com. Uh, if you guys are interested in getting more support from me, coaching, mentorship, all that fun stuff, you can join Modern Success. I have tier one and tier two. And you can go to briancasella.com to check that out. If you are interested in tier two, uh, give me a, a DM and I'll uh, have a chat with you about it. If you guys are interested in learning more about my real estate company, EXP, and you'd like to partner with me there, go to partnerwithteambc.com. Everything else you can find on my website or on my social media handles. All right, that's it for this one, guys. We'll see you soon. Peace.